Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. To fantasy sports today here on Sports Grid. Great to be with you. Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock. Our producer Brett Levy is with us as well. We're going to have fantasy reality coming up a little bit later in the show. Also this hour, Joe Pizapia of Fantasy Pros and of course of the Sunday morning show Fantasy Sports Today is going to join us. We're going to go over the 2021 fantasy football season as we do with Joe today and tomorrow. But for now, let's get to our headlines here on the show as we begin hour two, one o'clock Eastern 12 o'clock Central here on August 19th, 2021. Afternoon baseball getting underway to the delight of many like me still. Uh, The Athletic posted an interesting column yesterday about the possibility of a $100 million salary cap floor based on teams that spend more money actually giving money to the salary to pay salaries of the lesser. It's a very interesting concept here. I don't know if this will actually happen, but it certainly would change the game in a big way. NFL preseason week two begins tonight. Only one game, Patriots and Eagles. We'll recap that for you tomorrow. Packers Aaron Rodgers tells the media yesterday that he does not want a farewell tour, even though this may be his final season in Green Bay. This should come as no surprise. Aaron Rodgers is not that guy. And unfortunately for the Georgia Bulldogs, and folks, we're going to be talking a lot of college football pretty soon. Georgia's going to play Clemson in a couple of weeks on the 4th of September. They've lost a tight end and a defensive back for their showdown with Clemson. The tight end, by the way, pretty good player. Uh, Late last night, in case you missed it, a couple of players tossed from games yesterday due to sticky stuff issues. The first we heard from earlier in the show, and Lance Lynn of the Chicago White Sox, favorite to win the AL Cy Young, walked off the field, was asked for his belt, threw the belt at the umpire, tossed from the game. The other is Caleb Smith who had a light blue glove, and the umpires took a look at it, saw a couple of spots, ended up tossing him from the game. Caleb Smith went nuts and was even more angry in his post-game discussion afterward. I'm really pissed because, I mean, like I said, if I was cheating, I would be the first one to say, hey, like, you caught me, I was cheating. I mean, I'm not stupid. They, I know the the two thing, the main two things that they check are your glove and your hat. I'm, if I'm using something, which I wasn't, 
I wouldn't put it in my glove or my hat. I mean, that's just ignorant. I, I don't know. That's Caleb, it looked like you were you're starting to get pretty heated out there on the field. Did you have trouble kind of maintaining your composure at all? It looked like there were a couple points you wanted to turn around and kind of run back in. Um, I mean, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk to him. I was pissed off that I got ejected because, again, I did nothing wrong. Um, and, I mean, like I was saying, if, if I cheated, I would own up to it. But they're – I guess saying I cheated and just by doing that, it drags my name through the mud. So even when my glove comes back and they say that I wasn't cheating, I mean, that's already out there. People are just going to go with it. I mean, they're just dragging my name through the mud. It's interesting, David, because I know Caleb Smith pretty well. He pitched in Miami. This really surprised me. This is not a player that, I would have identified as, as a possibility, but like this is the problem because if Caleb Smith is right and if Caleb Smith Davis does not get suspended, they just destroyed this guy for nothing. Like, oh my gosh, they kicked him out of the game. He didn't get to make his start. They took his glove. He said he's got to break in a new glove. He doesn't even have another one. So I don't even know what outcome I'm hoping for here. I mean, the outcome I am always hoping for is for baseball to have to be contrite. Like, I am hoping for someone to have to officially apologize to Caleb Smith, who also has been a streamer for me on my NFBC main event team here uh, in the 2021 season. Hasn't gone that well, Caleb Smith. Not a not a diamond of a season from Mr. Smith. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I am always rooting for baseball to have to be contrite. The The storyline that stuck out to me from our headline is you know Rogers saying he doesn't want to have a farewell tour I mean how much does this guy hate Brett Favre because that's what it's about right <laughs> Favre, Favre had not one not two but yeah. three farewell tours he had his Packers farewell tour he had his Vikings farewell tour and then he had his Jets farewell tour I mean I I certainly am not a fan of Brett Favre like I don't have anything kind to say about about Brett Favre but how much does Rogers hate Brett Favre because pretty much any chance he gets to twist that knife in and turn it on Brett Favre, he he loves to do it. Which, honestly, I used to really not like Aaron Rodgers because he ran my buddy Jeff Janis out of Green Bay after Janis bailed him out in that Arizona Cardinals uh, playoff game. You remember that? He, he yeah. catches 101 yards on a drive, and then the next year he's like, oh, no, we got to play Alan Lazard and Jake Kumaro over Jeff Janis. I'll, I'll never forgive Rodgers for that. But I used to really hate him. But this, uh, like the, the the constant sticking it to Brett Favre, he's earning points back with me for that. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, Davis, isn't Rogers doing the same thing that Favre did with Love? No, like isn't it similar? Yeah, it's got to be similar. Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Both guys are tough. I mean, Favre just played in an era, Davis, where the NFL took over all sports. Like that's, he basically was a character in, in a play on Broadway that was, that became Hamilton. And, and he was, he was the star. And now the NFL has just taken it from there. I mean, Favre's numbers, Davis, in the NFL today, he couldn't start. <laughs> he couldn't play. They're, they would not He's allow him Winston. to throw. Yeah, it, it is the same player. It is the same player. Uh, allowed then and not allowed now. Very true. I agree. All right. We'll be back with more fantasy sports today in just two minutes. Don't go away. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We continue our series on NFL props, courtesy of the FanDuel Sportsbook. And we, what, what did you guys do yesterday with uh, with George? As I had the day off yesterday, did you guys do? Did you guys finish quarterback, or did you get into running back? What did I miss? Yeah, we we finished. We did uh, Zach Wilson, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and someone else. I, I I think I took the I think I took the under on all of them actually. Yeah. Yeah. Tua. Yeah, Fitzpatrick. I, no, I took the over on Tua. Oh. I took the over on Tua. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Fitzpatrick's number insane? I think that's my favorite one. Like, there's no way he's going over, right? Like, what the heck was that number? Uh, it was 3,850, and George took the over, and I took the under. Stop. This guy's not getting to that. No way. He's not even going to play 10 games. Okay. Uh, Okay, running backs. Let's let's do running backs here today, and and these are all again on FanDuel right now, actionable, bettable. Give you our opinions here on the show. We've got Alvin Kamara. We're going to start off with him at running back, and his total going into twenty twenty one nine fifty and a half. Every single bet is minus one twelve to win hundred over on FanDuel. Saints definitely going through some sort of transition, Davis. I'm not sure exactly what, and I don't know how it's going to play out. But earlier in the show, you said something that does make a lot of sense. This guy is going to get used a lot, like running, catching. I, I, I mean, he, he's the best player on their field, both offensively and defensively. But, of course, he does a lot of his damage there, too, which, which if you wanted to play the other side of it, you could say, wow, if the Saints can't throw and they have issues and it's Taysom Hill, they're going to stack the box. His rushing numbers are going to come down. 
from where they have been. I don't know if you feel that way, but that's where I'll throw to you. 950 and a half going into the year. So Alvin Kamara has been close to this number of 950 while never really getting used as a lead running back. The most carries he has in his career was back in 2018. He had 194 carries, 883 rushing yards, 14 rushing touchdowns, right? Last year, 932. He missed a game last year. Remember, when we're talking about these totals, we're adding on an extra game. If the Saints have any chance of making the playoffs, they're going to be in a dogfight the whole way, so I'm not that particularly worried about them, you know, not suiting Alvin Kamara up for the 17th game. And I, I feel pretty strongly about this opinion. If the Saints want to be a dynamic offensive team, there can't be any leaving the Corvette in the garage. They're going to have to give Alvin Kamara the ball more than they ever have before. So his most targets in a season last year, 107. Most rushes in a season back in 2018, 194. I think he's going to be more in the 220 carries, 130 targets range. Because remember, not only are they downgrading from Drew Brees, Michael Thomas is not going to be active for, I think, at, at, at least the first six games of the season. We, right now, we kind of have that prognosis of best-case scenario for Michael Thomas as he comes back after their bye week in week seven. I, I, I think you've got to bet the Kamara overs. I mean, I just I feel so strongly about this. He is going to get the ball more than he ever has this year. Yeah, do you, I, don't, I don't think Michael Thomas plays another game for the Saints, do you? Uh, you know, he came back on the sideline for their preseason game. I think that was the signal of a truce, but it wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me if we have seen the last of Michael Thomas in a Saints uniform. Yeah, I mean, they, the trade deadline has produced interesting players traded uh, once every few years. I, I think Thomas is is that guy. And by the way, make no mistake about it, the first week in September, Davis, before we start our our, uh, our season, something crazy is going to happen. I mean, it happens every year. Players get traded, cut. You don't expect it. I think Fournette, right? Wasn't Fournette the guy that got cut right before the season started? No one had that uh, before the year last year. Two years ago, I, Andrew I had Luck that. You had him I cut. I had that. I, want, I, I said Leonard Fournette was more likely to be cut than finish as a top 24 running back last year. Well, don't tell Joe Pizapia that, our next guest. He's not going to want to hear that. Okay, let's let's go on to uh, Austin Eckler. And uh, and Eckler, it, I think it's all health baked in here to this number. It's got to be. I mean, it seems pretty low for a 17-game season, Davis. 825 yards and a half. And and, and look, he's he's a phenomenal player when he's on the field. But it, but it is got to be the injury, right? Like, that's the reason why this is what it is. Just I've, I've got to have a little caution with him. Well, yeah, and he's even the more extreme example of Alvin Kamara. So his biggest season, his big breakout season was 2019. Uh, That was the year where he started for half the year. Then Melvin Gordon came back from the holdout. And even in that season, he had twice the receiving yards that he did the rushing yards. Back in 2019, he had 557 rushing yards, and he had 993 receiving yards. Um, For his career, he averages far more yards per reception than he does yards per carry, uh, which, you know, again, receptions are worth more than rushes. I think the fact Mm -hmm. that Herbert rushes a little bit, they are talking a lot about Justin Jackson. They're talking a lot about Joshua Kelly. They're talking about this guy, Larry Roundtree, who went to uh, the University of Missouri. They drafted him in the sixth round of the NFL draft this year. I actually think there's a pretty easy path to him playing 17 games and still only having 
you know, 600, 700 rushing yards. So I think when you account for the fact that they're going to run with the quarterback, they're going to run with these other running backs, and they're going to use Eckler as a receiver, then you factor in injury stuff. I, I think that's actually a fairly easy under to take. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. All right. Let's uh, cap it off with uh, this guy, a complete whiff for me last year on him, Antonio Gibson of the Washington football team, soon to have another name. It looks like they're about to change their name. The total on Gibson Davis is pretty bullish. It's over a thousand and that's 1025. You're seeing 0.5 on FanDuel. A lot of really glowing reports. This training camp on Gibson for sure. And, and and look, it's a 17-game season, so again, you only have to average 50 or 60 yards to go over this. How do you feel about this number going into the year? You know, I feel pretty, pretty good about this one. Um, I, I have this whole time thought Antonio Gibson is a supreme talent. I, I also thought it was fascinating that despite playing wide receiver in college, they used him as you know, the, the Adrian Peterson role, right? He had more, he had way more rushes last year than receptions. They targeted JD McKissick 116 times. Mm. I mean, they used him as a running back. So this is like the opposite of the Kamara and the Eckler thing, right? Like we don't actually have any concerns about them using him as a pure running back. His growth as a player for fantasy is going to be as, you know, can he play more on third downs? Do they trust him to pass block? Do they scale back JD McKissick's role and expand Gibson's role on third downs. But I'm not I'm not concerned about him getting there for the rushing yards. I have Gibson projected for 238 carries, uh, 1,118 rushing yards, only 44 receptions. And I, I, I think it's much more likely that I am wrong on the receptions than I am on the rushing yards. I, I just don't have really any concern about the rushing yards. I think it's more likely it takes him a little bit longer to work into that receiving role. So I have this as an over. Have you thought about, by the way, something along the lines of a four net going into the season? Like, I guess like I would say like my hot take would be Garoppolo gets cut or something, you know, before the year and then Trey Lance takes over from week one. Like maybe we should compile some of those and get those ready for next week. Right. Like there's gotta be something insane that's going to happen. Well, you know, I think Fournette could be cut again, and he's being drafted like that's not a possibility. He's being drafted in the ninth, 10th round of fantasy drafts, and Giovanni Bernard's having a great camp. They know exactly what they have in Ronald Jones, so it would not surprise me if Fournette got cut. We could see a Jimmy G trade. I think we could see David Johnson cut in Houston, Mm -hmm. which would, of course, skyrocket the ADP of – of Philip Lindsay, you know, there are, there are a couple situations. I actually think the Patriots could trade Sony Michelle to someone, you know, who, who would be wanting to run it. They could trade him to the dolphins. They could trade him to the chargers. You know, we just talked about them, Justin Jackson, Josh Kelly, those guys. I think, I think we could see a Sony Michelle trade. I think there's a nuke bomb coming. Like, I, I think it'll be bigger than that. Like, I don't maybe, I mean, the Watson situation has to be resolved in one way or the other, right? Like we can't just keep doing this every week with him. Uh, a lot a lot will happen before the season starts. Let's just say that. Now, tonight's game, we got Philadelphia and New England. Our next guest, Joe Pizapia, is going to be watching this one. He's a huge Patriots fan, and he wants to see Mac Jones play. How much will he play tonight? Joe and I will discuss that next. Great, great. Sports. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. season we have a special treat for you in case you missed the show last week where were you you can join us again this sunday 8 a.m to 10 a.m eastern for fantasy sports today with me as well as of course joe pizapia and matt striker we had a great show i thought first time out a lot of good information and we're gonna step it up this week joe i'm looking forward to seeing you sunday so i thought let's bring you on for a preview again how are you joe I'm very good, my friend. I'm doing very well. It's always uh, great to talk fantasy football. And let me tell you, I thought we did get off to a very uh, rip-roaring start. It was nice to see a little preseason action, too. We're going to see a lot more this week, and that's going to be a little bit more informative. Again, preseason can be overrated, but there are definitely some things out there that are going to have some ripple effects to our fantasy shares because we three of preseason. You ain't going to see anybody, I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I thought that definitely was the case going into this thing, and now I'm wondering if that's not the case. This is like a wacky preseason. I mean, I think you're right. I think that is the plan to for nobody to play. But my gosh, there's a chance that we're not going to see anybody play throughout the entire preseason, if that is the case for sure. Um, b- before we get to, like, what to expect, some things you like, this is like your favorite night, Thursday night. You get the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You get a one-off. Your favorite two words, where it's where it's one game. You don't have to focus on on a lot of others. And so your favorite team against the Eagles. You get to see Mac Jones, Cam Newton. I, I mean, you got to be loving it tonight. 
Well, you had me up until the end there where you said Cam Newton, and then I got a little upset. I don't want to see any more Cam Newton. I have seen enough Cam Newton. Enough with the Cam Newton. Can we please put Cam Newton with the clipboard, let him hang out, him and Richard Garoppolo can go to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch the games together while these rookie quarterbacks all take over. That's what I want. But it's a very important game in just – on both sides, really, because for the Eagles, I think you want to see a little bit more out of Jalen Hurts here in this preseason. You want to see Jalen Rager. You're not going to see Smith probably in this game. So uh, what you're trying to look for here is what this Eagles offense is going to look like with a little bit bigger sample size. Ertz and Goddard, right, as well, because a lot of people love Dallas Goddard coming into this offseason, right? And now when you start seeing Zach Ertz on the field again, people didn't think he would be on the Eagles. So that's going to be uh, in terms of fantasy implications, huge, because if target share starts getting spread between those two guys, it basically kills both of their fantasy values because it's splitting the volume and that becomes difficult. Tight end is hard enough. And now when you have two of them, that's going to be more difficult, even if you don't have great wide receiver play. And then it's crucial here for Mac Jones and for Cam Newton. Mac Jones looked way more efficient. He looked very comfortable in the offense. He was not perfect. But certainly he had some very good moments. He had a call that did not go his way that should have been challenged. Instead, Belichick preferred to just put him out there in a third down situation, which is smart. See how he reacts to that. And then a drop touchdown pass in the breadbasket, which would have been the highlight reel we'd all be talking about. So I think right now what you're going to see here is there's pressure here on Cam Newton. Cam Newton is still missing the timing in that offense. There's no more excuses to be had. He's had the whole offseason with the team. He's had the OTAs. He's had preseason. So if he doesn't perform now, this is something that I think Mac Jones has every opportunity. So my eyes are going to be glued to this, and I'm excited for it. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm rooting for Mac Jones. It's just in my heart. Yeah, I, I know you are. And and when I saw this game tonight, I thought of Joe Pizapia because I was like, oh, I know exactly what he's going to be doing on Thursday night. Me, of course, is Marlins, Reds and nonsense like that. Um, OK, so so we got through week one of the NFL preseason. And when we did the show on Sunday, I, I kind of feel like we did a good job staying even keel based on the things that we saw. But you made a comment as we started, you know, kind of alluding to, hey, like this is the week where. I want to see things that didn't happen in week one happen and things that did happen that I like happen again. So I guess the easiest question to ask you, Joe, is what are those things that you are looking for? (laughs) Well, I think the first thing I'm looking for is another good outing for Javante Williams because that young Denver running back looked very good. The reason I like Williams so much compared to some other running backs, too, is he split the workload in college. That usually portends a little bit better when you get to the NFL because sometimes these guys get spent – between high school and college before they even sniff the NFL. And we already have, guess what? A Melvin Gordon injury with the groin, right? Who would have thought Melvin Gordon hurt? I know it sounds crazy, but he looked explosive against the Minnesota Vikings. And if he looks good again in this game and looks explosive quite again, all of a sudden, that's a guy that's going to start rocketing up. I moved him up a couple spots in the rankings for Black Book. I moved him up a little bit, too, on Fantasy Pros just because. So he is right now in that fringe where he was a running back three, a flex running back. He is knocking at the door somewhere around 20, 21, 22 in terms of that low-end RB2. If he has another good game today, that starts to become a bit of a separator because – we all know Melvin Gordon, the injuries, and who knows if he gets any sort of suspension from the league. That's still kind of looming for him, too. I also want to see better offensive line play from San Francisco. They've got a lot of injuries there, so that kind of hurt Trey Lance. Of all the good stuff we talk about Trey Lance, the offensive line wasn't great. He did take some shots there. Same thing goes for Trevor Lawrence. I think we'd like to see that offensive line play better or 
Trevor Lawrence say, you know what? If the line's not going to protect me, I'm going to get out in space and move. And I think that's going to be very important too. I'd like to see a little bit more Travis Etienne as well. Uh, and I think I'd like to see another uh, a big game from Darnell Mooney, a wide receiver I'm very high on because I think when you start to get better quarterback play there, whether it be Fields or whether it be Dalton, all of a sudden I think that Bears offense might get a little bit better this year than people realize. Yeah, I think we can kind of, you know, piggyback off that because I saw reports, Joe, on Wednesday mm-hmm. that uh, that that Fields had some sort of groin issue that may potentially keep him out of this weekend's game. And you know how coaches are not very transparent with injuries, and they're mm-hmm. saying that it isn't really much. But I guess my initial question, like you, and you answered with Javante Williams, you want to see that again. I would have liked to see yeah. Fields do it again. And and I and I think we're probably resigned to the fact that, ugh, like, I guess this sort of means if he doesn't play this week, Dalton is going to get the first week anyway. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's against the Rams, probably mm-hmm. the right ball, regardless of that. Uh, but, you know, that that was a player to me that I really wanted to see again this weekend. Yeah, I can understand why. Uh, look, I think it's in Trey Lance's best interest to sit for a few weeks. If Jimmy Garoppolo can say healthy enough in September because he didn't play football for a whole season, right? I think with Justin Fields, I think that would be all right as well. If you look at that early schedule, you're right. They got the Rams. They got another uh, big-time defense uh, on that schedule early on, too. I can't remember off the top of my head. But the point is, you know, let Andy Dalton go out there, take the lumps, see what Andy Dalton can do, and get Justin Fields in at a point where you feel confident that he is confident. Now, he's a very confident kid. He gives you good sound bites and all that. But we're talking about confident in terms of, yeah, he said that the game was slow to him and all that stuff. Well, you know, when you're playing against the twos, it's slower than when Aaron Donald is on top of you. It's a little bit faster than son. So just be a little careful about what you say. Yeah, I, I, de- I definitely think so. And, you know, first week of the season, I mean, I don't want to see Fields go up against the Rams, uh, you know, regardless of that. Um, you know, I, I know we're going to check back with you tomorrow here on the show and we'll go over some of the weekend games. But, you know, thus far, w- would you say that we've sort of gotten to this point where a lot of the things that we thought were going to happen have happened. I don't feel like we've been hit with that bomb yet. Like we always get hit with some sort of bomb in the preseason, but it really hasn't happened thus far. Well, Cam Akers happened early. Michael Thomas happened right after that. Those were the two bombs. And one of the other bombs was Carson Wentz. And that had a huge ripple effect, but there's been a lot of good buzz so far that he feels really good. He wants to push the envelope. That's a good thing that he feels that way, but in no way, shape or form should he. And I think Frank Reich and everybody will prevail in terms of cooler heads. And let's not forget, you know, in terms of picking up this offense, it is not going to be difficult because this is the same offense when he thrived in Philadelphia and then Frank Reich left. And then we all know how the rest of that story ended up. So for me, when I'm looking right now at Carson Wentz, I think that's the guy too. You're positive about him. So far you're right though. Some of the big bombs were the Michael Thomas one and the Cam Akers one, but that was kind of before, but you know, I'm sure there'll be one this weekend at least that we'll all have to sit here. I assume Tim Tebow was not the bomb you're referencing this week. <laughs> no, I was not, although that okay. hurt that hurt me. You know, that, that hurt me. I like, know. I'd hurt you in your Florida Gator heart. I'm well yeah, aware. That, that really hurt. You know, speaking of Michael Thomas, have you have you come up with a receiver on the Saints that, that you think may do anything this season? I mean, my gosh, they're going to have new quarterback, new wide receivers, new tight end, I guess. Like, like who, who do you have over at Fantasy Pros these days? I know Callaway is the hot name, but come on, that guy's never done anything. Like, is that, is Callaway's that really the hot name. Traquan Smith just came back to camp. Look, both those guys are free squares. So I'm okay taking a free square because who knows? Maybe somebody does step up in the void just because every bad team still has somebody out there that's usually fantasy worthy. But 
I'm not putting any draft capital into this team. And that even goes for Alvin Kamara. If I'm at the top of a draft and somewhere in that top five, I'd rather have Derrick Henry. I would probably even rather have Nick Chubb and people are going to laugh at me about that. I don't care. I want those guys that have the carries. I want those guys that can lead the league in rushing. If those are the kind of running backs I have Alvin Kamara is a stunningly good running back, especially in PPR. I get that. But what about the quarterback play? It seems like it's going to be Taysom Hill or at least a lot of Taysom Hill or at very least enough Taysom Hill to ruin potentially anything else going on in that offense because it's going to take away from Kamara's touchdown upside. It's going to take away from Kamara's rushing upside when he gets out in space. It's just what happens. So for me, the same right now, when you lose not only the quarterback play of Drew Brees, but you also lose the leadership of Drew Brees. I love Sean Payton. He's a wonderful football coach, but I think this is going to be a very, very rough year for this football team. And it looks like Tampa is really going to possibly take advantage of that because that whole division right now seems, at least to me, like if Tampa stays healthy, that could be a cakewalk. And you might be looking at a bye week and a number one seed and two home games for Tom Brady to get in the Super Bowl again, which I know just makes everybody oh so happy in the football world. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we see it exactly the same way with the Saints. How they have a win total sitting at eight and a half or nine, either. it does not make any sense to me. Their, their quarterback, their receiver, I mean, you just literally think that these guys are going to step in. It's amazing to me that people think Jameis Winston is going to have a great year. It's like him being gone for a few years has convinced everyone that he's going to be a different person in New Orleans. It's 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 stunning to me. We feel the same way on that one for sure. I'm under on them. All right, uh, we got to take a break. Uh, Joe is going to come back and visit us again tomorrow. Make sure you go on to Amazon and purchase his Fantasy Black Book. It is the number one best-selling fantasy football guide every single year it's available online also in paperback and it's constantly updated with everything that's happening in the preseason also check them out at fantasy pros we'll take a quick break and be back with more right after this SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. For those of you who will be leaving us for the rest of the day, here's an easy way to find all of the information that we give to you guys here on SportsGrid. It's by going to our Twitter channels here, at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. And then this way throughout the day, when our shows are over, we'll post little clips on there where you can get summaries of all of the different discussions that we're having here on the shows, but not just ours here on Fantasy Sports Today. Also, the early line, the morning after, Scott Farrell and his Coast to Coast show, as well as some of our in-game live programming and weekend programming here on SportsGrid. So again, go to Twitter, follow us on SportsGrid, at SportsGrid, and at SportsGrid TV. Best way to get us here on the show. Uh, on tomorrow's show, by the way, we will have Jim Sanis joining us, talking some fantasy football. FanDuel has a huge event, by the way, over the weekend. He'll talk to you about that in Denver, Colorado. And uh, also Joe Pizapi will preview the weekend games here on the show. Okay, as we wrap up the show today, let's get in our fantasy reality. And for that, we'll turn it over to our producer, Brett Levy, on today's show. This is Fantasy or Reality. All right, Craig and Davis, ready for a little fancier reality. We are starting with the NHL because yesterday the Arizona Coyotes announced that they are going to host host, excuse me, a six-team rookie tournament. We've seen this idea kind of come to fruition in other leagues. We have the NBA Summer League. Uh, you know, in baseball, there's like the fall league as well. So we'll start with you, Davis, for this one. The rookie tournament is a good idea. Is this a fantasy or reality? Yeah, this is uh, this is a great idea. This is a, a total reality because this is the thing that every sport other than football has to deal with. How do we get people to care about us more than their baseline, right? The NHL has their true fans. Baseball has their true fans. Basketball has their true fans. But how do we get more of the market share, right? NFL dominates the landscape pretty much from the time training camp starts till the Super Bowl, right? And it's all NFL all the time. That's Craig and I are going to lead the show off with the NFL. We're going to be talking about injuries in the NFL that we, I mean, Craig, you and I would never discuss you know, some random hockey player being out for three weeks. It's just, we would just never do it. It's not the way that popular sports media is consumed. So the Field of Dreams game for baseball, uh, the NBA Christmas Day games, right? They just basically need to be doing things to get eyes on their sports in an interesting and innovative way. I will probably tune into this. Now, will I watch all of it? I mean, you know, if it's really good, maybe. But this is a unique and interesting way to get people to watch your sport and, by the way, to have people introduced to guys that you want to be superstars in your league. I would assume that lots of these rookies are going to be highly valued players, guys who went really high in the NHL draft. So, yeah, this is a great idea. The NBA should do this too, right? It's like, Craig, something you complained about in the past is no one cares about the Rising Stars game during the MLB All-Star break. No one cares. No one tunes in. Because the MB, they need to make it a bigger deal. So this is a, a really good idea. Yeah, I, I think it is a reality, but it doesn't matter if it's a good idea or not, because this is just all about, as Davis said, marketing and getting people to watch. 
I suppose if you do something like this a few years ago, you get people to learn about who Connor McDavid is before he gets to the NHL. And that would have been nice to do because Connor McDavid is probably the best player in all of sports that nobody even really talks about <laughs> in, the, in the NHL. So anything that promotes your sport more, I think, is important. And this is just another way of doing it. How they would do this in the NFL, I'm not really sure. I think the combine is sort of uh, that or the senior bowl or, or something along those lines. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would say it ends up being a good idea. But if it doesn't, does it matter? No, because it's an event. It's something they could get advertisers for, sponsors for. And in this day and age, Davis, as we know, with the emergence of sports betting around the country, do you think that some sports betting company isn't going to come in and say, hey, we'll sponsor the whole thing. Stick our name on the jersey. And there you have it. I mean, the end. I mean, that's that's where we're headed for with everything, which is great, obviously, for us here at Sports Grid, too. So, Brett, I'll give you a reality there, but, I mean, you could have just said anything on TV, and I would have said, yes, reality, because it's promoting a game, which is what they should do. All right. Well, our next one may be a little bit tougher, Craig, because Luke Voigt had some strong comments yesterday. He said, I was top 10 in the MVP voting last year, and I've been a great player for this organization, talking about the Yankees for the last three years. I'm not going down. I want to play. Obviously, I know it's going to be tougher with Rizzo, but I deserve to play just as much as he does. So, Craig, we got to ask, and we'll start with you for this one. Luke Voigt should play as much as Anthony Rizzo. Is this a fantasy or reality? So so I'm a, a big Luke Voigt fan. He's always been good to me. When he was with St. Louis, he was very much so. And even when he came back to South Florida as a member of the Yankees, he's always been great. But unfortunately, uh, Luke Voigt, he he should he should verbally say whatever he wants to say. He has that right, and I like guys for being honest. But we're in a pennant race here. This is a what have you done for me ten seconds ago uh, league, and we're almost in September. And whoever the best player and whoever is playing the best on the Yankees is going to play now. Rizzo before the whole COVID thing. I mean, the dude was on fire. He was just smashing the ball. He came to Miami, hit two home runs, left Miami, went somewhere else, hit home runs. I know he missed the. He's missed time over the last couple of weeks because of the COVID stuff. But I, I don't know how they sort this one out. But unfortunately, I got to say for Luke, it's a fantasy. He should not play as much as Anthony Rizzo unless he is hitting better than Anthony Rizzo. And he may say, well, Craig, well, how am I supposed to hit if I'm not playing? How are they supposed to know? And it is a fair assessment. But the Yankees moves very clearly are the reason why they've moved ahead of Boston and back into the postseason picture. I mean, you got to give them credit, even though it looked like on paper, what in the world are you doing getting Gallo and Rizzo when you need some pitching? I mean, it worked. It fired them up, Davis. It got people who were on the, on the team more fired up. They've dealt with all these injuries and issues, and here they are. So for Luke Voigt, unfortunately, 2020 may be that unbelievable year that he had that doesn't get to be repeated. Maybe if he was on the field also. I mean, he got hurt a lot this year, Davis. If he was on the field all season long, guess what? Yankees wouldn't have got Anthony Rizzo. That's just the truth here. So, sadly, I feel bad for Luke, but I think it's going to be a time split at the very best for him. I mean, yeah, it it is it is going to be a time split, but like uh, that is that is the way 
that it should be, right? Because I, I mean, I'm going to give you, I'm actually going to give you the most, uh, the, the boringest possible answer, which is against left-handed starting pitching, Luke Voigt should start. Against right-handed starting pitching, Anthony Rizzo should start. I don't really think it needs to be that much deeper than that. And then I guess you can use Luke Voigt for DHing when Stanton, Judge, or Gallo needs a night off, right? So if, if one of those guys needs a night off, you have, you know, X, Y, or Z guy out in the field, then you you just plop you just plop Luke Voigt in at DH. Or, I mean, you you would act you you would probably know the answer to this question. Um is there another position that he can play? Like, can Luke Voigt do a passable job at left field? Like, we just saw – look, we just saw Tatis play right field the other day. Like, why can't Luke Voigt play <laughs> I left I mean, that's field? Tatis, though. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, Voigt did play the outfield with St. Louis a little bit. I mean, St. Louis put Matt Adams in the outfield when they had to. You know, Davis, here's the bottom line. I, I think we're both thinking the same thing here. Luke Voigt should say all these things, and he should feel this way. He's human, and he's a good ball player. And in a month and a half from now, guess what? Anthony Rizzo's a free agent, and he's gone. And 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 Voigt's going to take back over first base for the Yankees. He's under contract for next year, so just got to kind of stick it out here if you're Luke Voigt. But I, I mean, the trades were unbelievable. I mean, for whatever reason, it worked out. Who had the Yankees moving ahead of Boston? They were six games back or eight games back when they made those trades. So sorry, Luke. Fantasy. All right, our our last question. Uh, Craig found an interesting article about how tankers are being fueled by um, cow manure. And so we decided to ask, and Davis, we'll start with you from this one, because we know you're from a small town in the Midwest. You have milked a cow. Is this a fantasy or reality? So I did grow up in a small town in the Midwest. I have milked a cow. This is a reality, but I didn't like... It's not, I didn't like wake up in the morning and like to the rooster crowing and go out in my backyard where we had a a herd of cattle. Like I, like I lived in a, I lived in a town. Like I didn't live on like a farm or a ranch. I I have milked a cow at like a, you know, like a, I don't remember if it was a school field trip or like a, a summer activity, but you know, like that is a thing you do when you do live in a small town in the Midwest is you'll take some sort of group excursion to a farm or to a ranch and you'll be like, oh, you know, we're going to feed the chickens. We're going to milk a cow. We're going to uh, shear a lamb. So I've, I've done all of that, you know, small town, country, folksy type stuff. I have milked a cow. Uh, I, I would have been real young because I don't have very specific memories of it, but I know I know that I have. And I'm sure it was a was a fine experience. I'm going to I'm going to. So this was a reality for me. I'm going to I'm going to make this like minus 900 that Craig has not milked a cow. Yeah, this this is like Otani winning the MVP. <laughs> this is a this is a no. Um, yeah, I, I saw that story. It's very interesting that they're using uh, fuel based on uh, cow chips. Um, I I have thrown a cow chip though, Davis. That I have done. I'm positive of that. Like I I think I was in a cow chip throwing contest when I was younger at some point. Like very young at some point. So that I have done. But in terms of milking a cow. No, I, that is not on my list of things I have done. I, I, I was going to ask you, by the way, now that you've said reality on milking a cow, if I if if the FanDuel Sportsbook had a total amount of cow milking opportunities that Davis had, not opportunities, executions of, of milking a cow, and they set it at one and a half, 
would it be over or under on the milking the cow? One and a half milks. I would I would guess under, but like like I said, you know, I don't have like a super clear memory of this, and it's definitely a thing in the Midwest where like you're just like you're gonna go on a field trip or you're like summer camp or whatever. You're gonna go to a farm. You're gonna see wheat get cut down. You're gonna see like mm. what happens in a silo. Uh, I, I, the, the memory I do have, I actually have a much more specific memory of shearing a sheep, of taking, of taking the big shears, you know, and cutting all the excess wool yeah. off of a sheep. Which like, so like I remember that. I would guess probably I just did it once, but uh, you know, if my mom is watching the show and she has a different memory, I, I'm open to being wrong on that. Yeah, and Brett, I'm gonna guess you have never milked a cow, correct? I'm, I'm just a, a wild guess. I do not. I don't think I've ever milked a cow. No. What do you mean you don't think? What do you mean you don't think? You uh, know. Well, I mean, I could have gone to like a petting farm when I was really little. I don't know. <laughs> you would know, Brett, if you milked a cow. I'm pretty sure if you would remember. Ask your parents if you don't mind, and, and get an answer for us before tomorrow's show, if you could. All right, how we came up with these things today, I don't know what kind of mood uh, we were in today, for sure. We got the Sports Grid 60 coming up next, so stay on the grid. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great, 
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. No more milking cows for us here on the show. We got to get out of here. Things to do, people to see. But before we do, we always end the show with a thought. And uh, in just a second, you're going to hear that from my co-host, Davis Maddock, because it is time now for the Sports Grid 60. So I was thinking of what are some of the most important questions in fantasy football this year? You know, I, I had a couple of them, you know, will Clyde Edwards Hilaire play all three downs for Kansas city? Uh, can AJ Dillon catch passes? Not really something that he did uh, all that often in college or, or anything like that, but you know, you can teach a running back to do that. Uh, will Dallas not paying Michael Gallup make them target him a little bit less? But I, I was thinking if I could get the answer to one question, this would be it. Will the Baltimore Ravens throw more in 2021? They draft Bateman, they sign Watkins, they draft Tylen Wallace. Can we get Lamar Jackson to 500 passing attempts, 550 passing attempts? That would be a huge shift. So I, I would love to have the answer to that question. So if anyone knows, feel free to slide in my DMs on Twitter and let me know if, uh, if you have a definitive answer to that question. It's a good one, especially on Jackson for sure. Uh, I want to end on baseball today. And uh, the opportunity is there for Major League Baseball to have one of its best seasons ever. Don't screw it up, Major League Baseball. Stop checking for the sticky stuff, okay? We understand the the pitchers are aware. They are not doing it very clearly. And you're, you're going to mess something up here. That was a nice little warning at the beginning of the season. You found your scapegoat in that pitcher, Santiago, whoever it was, that got suspended. Beyond that, that's been it. Right now, it's like a joke. They barely check, and then they go back to the dugout, and that's the way it should be. We've seen the equalization. Guys are hitting again. Don't make this a mockery at the end of the year. Don't start checking guys when they don't need to be checked so ridiculously. And and hopefully that is the case, of course, with Caleb Smith. But we'll see. Guys, chill on the sticky stuff. We made it through. No more. Thanks to Connell. Thank you to Danny and Ryan. And for Brett Levy and Davis Maddock, I'm Craig Mish. Have a great day, everybody. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.